0: Welcome to Georgia Songbirds. We are here with actually it's gonna be a two for one special today. We are here with Mr. Colin Cutler and Laura. You go by Laura Jane or just Laura
1: Vincent.
2: Laura Jane Vincent. Laura Jane. That'll Vincent. Work.
1: <laughs> i Introduce yourself, guys. Yeah, so my name is Colin Cutler. I'm a Greensboro singer-songwriter. Um, this is really where I started getting into music. Fell into a great and supportive musical community up there, of which uh, Laura Jane Vincent is a, is a linchpin herself. And as we've been on tour for the last couple of days.
2: Yeah, I'm Laura Jane Vincent. I'm a singer-writer, I'm a singer-songwriter based out of Greensboro, and I live in. I live a little further out, but Greensboro is one of the main music scenes I'm a part of, and I'm very happy to be a part of that music scene. I've lived and worked in a few others around the country, and I came home for a reason. So Greensboro is real special, and I've been enjoying playing music with Colin and several other people in town.
1: Yeah, we were playing in uh, Charleston for two nights, and then uh, up at Rootstock, right here in Woodstock, uh, just last night too. So. Laura Jane sort of came up in the Charleston music scene,
2: mm-hmm, a little bit.
1: Now, uh, if you guys may know them. They are actually
0: from the Georgia versus
1: North Carolina songwriter showdown. That's right.
0: Uh, Colin, you helped me a lot getting sponsors and stuff, so I want to thank you for that. Oh,
1: absolutely. It was uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> thank Sweet. you guys both for being in it. Uh, North Carolina won, like on, so. so boo.
1: But, <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: you guys were really – I was so surprised. Like, I did was, it with Nashville, and it was, it was fun. Mm-hmm. This was even more fun, and I said, you guys just – crazy good
2: it was such a great lineup of people it really was you usually you never know what you're going to what is going to happen when you're in a competition but man just every single person was knocking it out of the park. So it was just cool to be associated with that many people so
1: absolutely yeah Yeah. it was just
2: neat to it was neat to meet those musicians like it's a good i think it's a great way for musicians to network and things like this so i just thought it was a wonderful idea i was glad colin got so many local businesses involved too so it was wonderful
0: yeah Yeah, that that was the whole idea is to to network because Mm -hmm. i'm a big proponent of Music. If you want to get far in music, you got to network. Absolutely, you know. Yep. Talent takes you so far. Exactly. Luck takes you so far, but you really got to who you know. It's yep. always been that way. Yep. It's always going to be that way.
1: Yeah, yeah. And what, one of the cool things we were talking about this with some of her friends the other uh, the other day. It's so like, you know, you can talk about, you know, who you know in terms of like that sort of hierarchical structure of the music industry, but also like, you know, you can make a decent living as, you know, say a mid range regional musician right. playing you know playing some great spots and as you get to know other people who are at your level and sort of like mm-hmm. trading off and doing stuff with yeah, them. Especially if like, you
2: can network with those guys and yeah. it just it's it's how you push out further. We we can you know we like, can all grassroots organizing. Yeah, we can all, you know, kind of sing to the walls, you know, near where we are, but if we don't break the bubble and network with other people and just get social with other bands, you know, mm-hmm. we won't get very far at all. So yeah, that's why we're right. here right now. It's wonderful.
0: And, and I'm glad you said that. Because songwriters seem to have a problem with doing that.
2: It's hard to do, especially when you go from a solo act to, you know, even though we both play with other musicians sometimes, but we do a lot of solo shows as well. We get in our own little introverted kind of solo yeah. music mu- musician head, I think. So it's important for us to bust out and talk to bands, talk to other musicians yeah. and just make friends.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm guilty of it, too. I'll go because mm-hmm. like when I go out to play, my wife usually stays home with the kids or she's doing other stuff. And so i'm sitting there it's like okay well i'm gonna sit there and eat and i'm gonna drink and and it's funny because people don't usually come up to me i've been told i'm kind of mean looking and <laughs> i don't smile a lot like, that face. like tommy lee jones this is my happy face <laughs> and so it it's funny like like, pretty happy it happened out, yeah. on an airplane we went to i said we went to colorado uh-huh. and there on southwest apparently there's it's just sit wherever you want right yeah so it's me and my twins and my wife so there's always one seat beside us on each each row so I said okay I'm a big guy I'm gonna sit in the middle so my little kid can sit here I'll leave it on the end nobody sat by me I'm in the front row of the plane oh. they all went to the back oh, I'm like, no. you guys are idiots you can sit right here <laughs> Whatever. Like, I, got it me? Well, I was gonna
1: say that that's a great advantage on transatlantic flights <laughs> <laughs> Spread
0: out. so I, I haven't yeah. flown in a while so yeah. I know everything going on is it's yeah. crazy but yeah me neither but. my wife made me get my first shot I had to go get it
1: there you I'm go
2: sure. you guys started up you know yeah. I'm very much like, you know, everybody, did, everybody do what they need to do you know, for themselves, but I'm glad that maybe some people are going to do it because I think some gatherings are what's a key to our jobs continuing <laughs> a little bit. So I'm yeah. kind of like, you know, I never think anybody should be forced to do anything they don't want to do, but it does help, I think, for the, the future of what we might do musically together.
0: Absolutely. It hit a lot of places hard. Did you guys lose a lot of business in North Carolina? shut down
1: there, there were a fair number that shut down a few um, of my
2: favorites are gone but it might have been things that they were struggling with beforehand too and then the pandemic was maybe that last straw yeah. that they couldn't get oh, past yeah. lost yeah. a few good places a lot of venues held out though i was happy that a lot of venues held out in our area anyway i know yeah. some places were hit harder
1: yeah, one of the cool things about it too is, uh, you know, again talking about that, you know, that cooperation, especially in our area, there's a lot of breweries mm-hmm, with outdoor mm-hmm. spaces, you know, so they were able to do really well, and they're also they tend to be the ones who you know like to support original artists as well. So we've got like this great ecosystem of you know, help each artists. other
2: too. Yeah. They really yeah. are supportive of each, yeah, the breweries they, help each their other. Their businesses in competition, but they're helping each other too. So yeah. it felt very. A lot of these places gave us gigs when there were no gigs to have because they had a space and they had a time and they supported our live streams. Sometimes they sponsored our live streams during the the real lockdown times. So you know, that Greensboro Triad triangle area in of North Carolina really stepped up to help. I think the community of the arts as well. Yeah, absolutely,
0: that whole Triad area. I don't know much about North Carolina, but I learned a little bit doing the, the the competition. Mm-hmm. That whole area is. Great for music scene. I mean, we're really the, the, lucky. All the people, like even the the newspapers and mm-hmm. the people that called me to do interviews, I, I was surprised. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it just it snowballed. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I said, when you started it, it's like okay, I'll do this and I'll get people calling. And like my my goal is every year do a different state every year. Yeah, every year. cool. And I sit there thinking like these people i've got interviewed by the cherokee but i got more stuff from north carolina calling me than anything it's like that's such that makes me proud of north carolina
2: actually really i hate that it was very we love georgia too so it's not that we're not (laughs) that competitive but we but it does make me very proud that north carolina stepped up for that that's that's really cool to hear i I have a soft spot for just north carolina music in general that's why i came back to it i I thought i was going to live elsewhere but north carolina just calls you back a little bit yeah i was
0: pleasantly surprised like i did nashville and i was like okay nashville's got all these people and Georgia won the first year, and then I were North Carolina, you guys, like, almost completely wiped us out the first round. I'm like, oh, my God. And it wasn't like it was, like, you just destroyed. I mean, some some of them were yeah. unbalanced, but the way I tried to set it up was I'd go by your followers, and uh-huh. I'd match you up by followers, so that it was kind of somewhat fair. And, like, you got knocked out by Kevin. Yes. And he went to the finals with Rebecca. Yep. You you made it past the first round or did you? Get I that?
2: think it was. Um, oh gosh, my oh, we, we, name we escapes both, me. We we both, Colin and round. I were out immediately.
3: <laughs> yeah, we, we, were. we were. super
2: happy for our friends to make it further, but Colin and I were like, "Well, there we go." Yep. Because <laughs> they Rachel got us. Got Rachel got me because she. Oh man, uh, she had a great yeah. video. She and um, also yeah, just I, it was very funny. That me and Colin were like, "Well, that's it for us." <laughs> but it was great there because we got to see our, our people still carry on and the yeah. people that we conv- we we talked quote unquote talked into this. So we were just like quite glad to see them go. Yeah. Go past. I think it was you know it's just a matter of you know just. Who, who your friends are, how many times they're going to share it, you know, we kind of, we pushed it a little bit, you know, and in the end, Rachel just got her people to, to watch more. And that's yep. awesome. Yep. yep. Like, it was a good match. I think, like you said, with the matching up, I thought the matchups were really good. When I first saw the first round, I thought it was just like you said, a good, good yeah. matchup of everybody. Everybody was
1: paired up pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, to, to your point about the networking as well, I think it taught us a lot about, okay, how do we get our, how do we get people to watch our stuff? And which is a really important Absolutely, lesson, yeah. especially for independent musicians, to figure out: okay, how does social totally. media work? How do you get people to watch and to listen to your stuff? Yeah. So, I think it was super helpful. I, I certainly learned a lot from it, and had a whole heck of a lot of fun too. So. Yeah, and that's what
0: I want. I wanted yeah. to be fun because, I mean, it's music. How can it, it not be fun? It was the fun? most fun. Exactly. It was a
2: learning experience. It was an excuse for me and Colin to get out there and, like, you know, bug some businesses and yeah. show our faces to some business. It was just right. really great. And Colin, really, he did take the lead on a lot of the press releases and things like that. So it showed me just how much, just how many steps are required for for just anything. You really can't skip a step if you really. Want to push yourself out there, right? So it even taught it me cool. about some
0: stuff for the for the advertisement stuff. Cool. Let's yeah. help bits. each other. I was yeah. like, what can I ever What can I give these? Because I'm sitting there thinking, like, this is. I know that that's how podcasters make money. I've been mm-hmm. told that's how they make even, money. Yeah, we've heard, <laughs> <laughs> but it's sponsorships and, and it's stuff like that. Yeah. I'm like, okay, what can I offer them? And then, like I said, every year I've done I've done it twice, and I've mm-hmm. seen the numbers on my channels jump. Yep. Huge by just by doing it. I was like, okay, what can I offer them? Yep. And then I said, okay, well, because if I get you guys to say the sponsors, then every time it's played, I mean, and there's some, some been played for four or 5,000 times. Yep. So it helps that little bit helps.
1: Exactly. Yep. Yeah.
0: There's a bee around here. He it's, it's it it all, got so, so, it's like Cody too. So. They like my hair. I feel like the
2: bees end up in my hair all the time. It's cool. That's why I, I left the fan on. So I'd hope
3: it would blow it away.
2: But it's I fine. don't mind. Oh, it's just a little They're all around feet. my house too. They're just hanging out. He just wants to sing a little bit, I think.
0: So, be that's what I want to do for the network part yeah. of it, is because as songwriters, if you don't learn to promote yourself, yep. mm-hmm. you're not gonna go. You're not gonna go very far. Exactly. You have to, and it's uncomfortable. It's an uncomfortable thing. Like, well, okay, now you asking people for money. Yeah. You ask people to follow. Uh, or are they gonna get tired of you? You know, and and they may, but you need fans. And yes. True fans won't. They'll come out and they'll find you. Mm-hmm. They'll 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 pay for your music. They'll pay to come to the gigs. Yeah. And that's kind of where where you gotta grow. Everybody's gotta grow. I yeah, think absolutely. that's
2: the part that you can't teach too. We talk a lot about the things that you you have all the steps you have to take and whatnot and. And just you know, following up and things like I watch Colin after every show, kind of like you know, follow up with his fans. You know, maybe grab an email. Thanks for coming out. I'll let you know when I'm coming back into town. And that's like it's something that every artist should do. We we all slack on it. We don't do it every day. But you got to go far. You got to really like connect with your audience in that way. So I think it's like a good thing to yeah. just to keep in mind. You'd
0: be a it, good book in management.
1: You know that right? <laughs> well, matter of fact, I guess <laughs> we, the Lord Jane does. We, so. we, we, we work together on that a lot. Colin actually yeah. helps me did. out with that. We yeah, did. my
2: my side hustle now is a, a side hustle in my field. So yeah. my side hustle is I manage and book for some bands as well. So and that's cool. It's been that's, really fun to help fans out. That's hard it's been great. for fans to do. So I mean, yeah.
0: I let you book my band if you find. I mean, somebody. let's talk, Jesse.
3: Let's
2: yeah. talk. Let's talk. I think that's the thing I can help the most is with regions. really, regional booking has been my kind of thing. It's like I have pull in these certain areas, and then you know, but like I can I can get you far in a certain area. But it's like, of course, we'll need. Like I can email the people in. You know this area for this, but I can't email like Bob Boylan from NPR. You know what I mean? I don't have that contact, I, but we, I have this regional contact kind of play stuff. We did up there so. at, uh,
0: in the PBR, not PBR, but most of the other one, the, uh, the park perk Oh yeah,
2: so yeah, yeah. That. Oh, That's cool. what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's certain people that I can like, you know, be able to get people to. So I love helping out where I can, and I just talk to bands like, let's think about what I can help help you out with. And if I'm I'm really worth it, I don't like to take money off of a band unless yeah. I can get them somewhere. So
0: I, I need to send you. Um, there's a lady named Angela Ashworth. She mm-hmm, works mm-hmm. for the Crest Point. Entertainment group. Awesome. Uh, she, that's what she does. She books people from cool. Georgia, Excellent. so she's always looking for other places to help.
4: Oh yeah, that's a great contact out. to have. Absolutely. Awesome. Uh, Thank it to, you. See, cool. look at this and network. To and you,
1: get, you get a call here soon.
0: Yeah.
4: yeah. yeah.
1: And uh, you know, we, we were talking earlier about um, you know the national garden reserves and stuff, and that's I learned a lot from that too because I, I was an officer, right? So just thinking about the planning that needs to go into because like my last assignment i was actually public affairs officer for this big nato mission from romania it's yeah. so like thinking about the planning that needs to go into okay we need to have this story out by this time and what are all the pieces that need to come what's the information that needs to get out who do we need to push it to
3: yeah
1: and um i, I do think that a lot of artists and uh, i did this on my first few albums you know it's just like okay cool record it get it out bam people will love it but people weren't hearing about it right and like you know, I uh, raised some of the funds with Kickstarter for, for those, but, you know, always had to sort of top that up. But this last one, I was like, you know what? We're going to give it the time, start the whole process about six months before the album's actually going to come out. We're doing the recording, do the Kickstarter. Uh, actually, it closes on Monday. Closes on Monday. Yeah, um, by the way. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's been running for about a month and a half, and this time blew past the initial goal uh, in the first week. And now we're at, you know, I set another goal about three times that, you know, to print vinyl and I've almost gotten to that. So um, yeah, and it's again, like you said, people, the fans, they're ab- absolutely happy to support. It. They just need to know about it. Promotion, so just, yeah.
2: promotion for your releases is is early promotion for your releases is yes. key. It really early is early like promotion. a six to six month to one year plan to get your album out. And I don't think people realize that. I didn't realize that for my first album. That's for sure. Now I know.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So
2: yeah, you got to tell them about it. They can't just uh, hope that if it's a cool thing, people will just show up.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. See now, um, explain now. I know kind of how it works. Kickstarter. How does it actually
1: work? So basically it's a, it's, a, it's a crowdfunding platform, right? So um, th- there are all sorts of different ways you can run it. How I usually do it is, uh, you know, there's different levels of rewards for it. Um, so usually I've got like a, a free download level, that's like your first uh, level, and, and you know, I've got fans, because I lived over in England and lived over in Romania for a bit, so I'll always do like a free download one, because I know I won't be able to get the physical CDs. Right. And then sort of the, the one after that is physical CDs, the one after that is like physical CDs and some merch. And um, then I'm also doing one with uh, like tickets to the release show, but also like a backstage sort of uh, t- tour. Like, I talked to the Carolina Theater, they're like, oh, yeah, we'll show you around the back. And then a house concert for like the biggest um, tier. So basically, people kick in what they'd like to. And um, if you reach your goal, then you get the funds. If you don't reach the goal, you don't get any funds. It's an and-
2: all or nothing fundraising platform. And you're asking for pledges essentially right. from your people. Right. It's and c- then
1: they get their money back if it doesn't reach it. Yes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's with Kickstarter. Uh, I've used GoFundMe as well. It's a little bit different where basically just whatever people Pitch in, it it goes to you. Um, that's not an all or nothing one. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Kickstarter one sort of gives a bit more urgency. Kickstarter
2: to it. makes it a little bit. It's almost we joke that it's like a braver one to do because yeah. it's like really it's all or nothing. So you got to you got to push it. You got to get them information out. If they, your people don't know about it, they won't be able to support it. There's usually
1: just, just like with a songwriter shootout. There's an initial yeah. There's an
2: initial goal and then there's a stretch goal. If you get your initial goal, it's great. And and Kickstarter does take a it, it takes a small percentage. I'm I, I'm appreciative of the small percentage they take to run their their to run this for you. Yeah. So you kick them back something essentially. Absolutely. But really, it's just about asking your people for different levels of gifts to like it, to support a project. I like them for for specific projects, like Colin's doing it for this specific album. Sometimes bands are like, just give us some money for a tour or something. And that's not always the same kind of level of this is an actual artistic project. This is why we're doing it. So the the rewards they've match it. Very
1: concrete coming to them.
2: So so they've got something physical, something special that they couldn't get at a show or like they couldn't even get on the that the you know the musicians like website. It's something real special for this one moment in time, and it's almost like you were a team that brought it together. Some bands even thank their Kickstarter starter, you know, people in their liner notes, they're like, if you kick in a certain amount of money, we'll print your name on the album and make it a real community kind of effort. So it just kind of, it's a cool way to really connect. Yeah. Connect like with I'm, I'm doing some custom
1: stuff with, with this exactly, one too. Yeah. yeah like first 20 people, uh, they're all getting some handwritten poems from me that they'll get to choose. I've
2: paid lots of money for handwritten song lyrics from yep. bands that I love, you know, things <laughs> like that. I've paid lots of, I've, I've supported a lot of Kickstarter. <laughs> just from... <laughs> It's like my, like some, some, you know, some ladies have like shopping addiction. I have like, you know, band, <laughs> right. band and merch addiction. So. Yeah. See, I don't know if you can read my lyrics though. So you, you're <laughs> yeah. like, what is this? See, this. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I would appreciate it more if it's like not like a real pretty calligraphy. Like it's just a real, like just like a napkin that you wrote something on, <laughs> right. framed up, you know? Oh, I've like, got cool. like 15, 20 books
0: down there. I yeah. all of them. <laughs> nice. I've got envelopes Scratches. I wrote on the back of it. Well,
1: no. Oh, I gotta write this Scratch, paper. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's how it goes. You and just, I lose it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. I'll have like a little bag of like weird, pieces of paper pulled out of notebooks too. I'm just like why I thought I was organized.
0: Yep. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love to write. Yeah. You guys mm-hmm. love to write too. Songwriters it's, yeah. it's just part of what they do. It's sometimes it's so hard like when you wanna write something down, like the best thing now is uh is the the apps on the phones mm-hmm. that you yeah. can like record the stuff to it so i had but what i had to start doing is because i'll forget mm-hmm. how i play something
1: yeah
3: i'll
0: write i play it like and then a year later like oh that's good i mean let me go back and when i'm stuck on a song and so i'm listening to it if i don't have the chord or say the chord progression in there and what capo where the capo
1: plays yep.
2: i will forget i have lost some things the same way just i've <laughs> lost some things <laughs> by not being more diligent about even just either recording it real quick or writing it down yeah
1: or saying I, it. I think it was uh, eb white said you know writing sort of like Bird hunting, you know, it's, it's like it flashes up that one moment and you got to get a beat on it, oh or, or it's gone. So,
0: see, for me, it'd be like duck hunting. The dog's laughing
1: yep. at me. <laughs> there you like go, exactly. For <laughs> yeah, I mean, you guys to get that reference, an yeah. no old Nintendo game. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I remember it very, very well.
2: I was gonna say, Colin's a little younger than me, but I think we're both old enough to remember. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, my kids don't
1: know that game. That, uh, oh, that's a shame.
2: <laughs> they
0: redid like I think there's a version like a little, They made those little Nintendo things yeah. that you carry around. Have you seen them? Oh, I, I
2: have. I actually think yeah, I'm kind of tempted just because it appeals to the old Old school in me, as far as like, it's kind of cool. You just kind of, it's like an iPhone version of your old Nintendo. I've got game. one of
0: those little boxes down in the house, but the kids like, this is boring. I was like, what? But you, they don't have the dog anymore. It's like, come on. Oh
2: yes,
1: yeah, the, the dog place. was the best part. That was the best oh, yeah. part. Can, can you do? Can you go duck hunting without a dog? Is I don't that legal? think you can. <laughs> <laughs> Seems wrong. Yeah. and How many people shot at the dog? Quit laughing at me. I know.
2: Exactly. <laughs> that was always the fun part. <laughs> like quit so, so you guys see
0: we're gonna go on tangents we just we'll just talk oh i yeah. love it things come up and we'll let you That's guys best part. Yeah. um so i know you guys are going back to north carolina let's get some music out of here who all wants right. to go first
2: yeah let's
1: you do, wanna your, do uh, uh, mama
0: yeah let's do, it. Let's do mama all right let me get some signals let me turn this down so it doesn't right.
1: go anymore uh, okay sorry <laughs> yeah right. so uh, th- this year's a song uh called Mama Don't Know Where Heaven Is. It's actually based off a short story by a Georgia author, Flannery O'Connor. It's on the Peacock Feathers EP, and it's going to be on a project hopefully coming out next summer. Uh, yeah, it'll be based on a bunch of short stories by Flannery O'Connor. So
0: You did this one in the uh, countdown, didn't I did, you? yes, sir, yep. Because yeah. I, I remember listening, like some of the uh, messages on it, Gal was talking about like stories. I was like, that one is a whole different tangent now. They're yeah. talking about like stories, and yeah. I thought it was fun. <laughs>
1: yeah, absolutely, <Love> so... <laughs> Yeah, yeah this is uh, based off Of one of Flannery Connor's Short stories uh, She's That's a Georgia good. author So thanks a lot to Georgia For having us out <laughs> Yes Go Georgia <laughs> Wilmington one <laughs> But we do love Georgia too Mama I don't know But I hear that's where you're gone Mama, I don't know where heaven is, oh Lord But I'll be there with you for too long Well, Father, he says you've gone away where well, there ain't a heaven or a hell. Father, he says you've gone away and you ain't bad and you ain't well. Mama, don't know where heaven is, but I. Mama, I don't know where heaven is, oh Lord But I'll be there with you before too long Cause sister, she was a baby And I hear that she's up in heaven too Sister, she was a baby, oh Lord And I wonder if she's seen you Cause there's a boy out on the streets Says you've seen Jesus' face Way up where he hung the stars Says there ain't no more Cripples Are crying And I want to be There where you are my mama I don't know Where heaven is But I Hear That's where you're gone Mama I don't know where heaven is, upmore. oh Lord, but I'll be, oh, yes, I'll be there with you, oh yes, I'll be there with you, oh yes, I'll be there with you before too long.
0: the knobs and twist and turn twist turns and, and
2: turn and. <laughs> how many like videos of is at the end of you are people just with a face like? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, the ending of every video I made for how long time? Man, I
0: had. It's funny you say that. Yeah. Every time you do like the the videos and yeah. you post it, and I don't know what it is about the algorithm, but they always got the weirdest they looking face. The yeah. yeah.
2: They pick the strangest thumbnail. do. Yeah. Every it's time. the most unflattering angle. <laughs> it's <like> the weirdest <laughs> sing face you're making. Right.
0: I've I've had just a few that is. Oh, they're good pictures. How do I. How do I pictures. get this? Oh yeah. So. So how long have you guys been playing music?
2: Well, I've been playing guitar since I was about 12 or so, just kind of listening to things and trying to learn that way. I've been singing probably since I was a little a little, little tiny baby. My mom used to knock on the door and be like, quit singing, please go to sleep. So I used to sing constantly. But I, did, I started performing in public around 15 or 16. I started playing open mics, and I started playing shows when I was about 17 or 18. I had to lie a little bit about some places to play. I've always looked older than my age, so it worked out. And also my stepdad's a musician, so he would sneak me in. Uh, to his gigs and let me play with him. So since I was a teenager, but not really professionally and up to par for <laughs> venues and things like that, probably my mid twenties is when it really kicked into gear for touring and playing with bands.
1: Yeah, Cut. yeah. For me, uh, my mom put me up in front of the church at five to sing an Amy Grant song, okay. and it was all down. You said Amy that. Grant, Amy Grant. Okay. Yes, uh, angels watching over beep, me. Beep, so. oh, That's <laughs> what I was thinking. I was yeah. hoping it was that one. <laughs> no, no. My mom was. I might that make song. you cover that now. Oh, that was when
2: she went. That's yeah, when she yeah, went, That's when know, she went second. Mainstream, That, 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 that yeah. wasn't all right, yeah. No good.
1: So, <laughs> um, Sinning. Yeah, so, but uh, my, my dad always had, like, bluegrass and stuff around the house and always enjoyed that. Um, and when I was a teenager, those when I picked up guitar. When I was sixteen, played trumpet for years, and then picked up guitar when I was sixteen after a brief, uh, unfortunate stint with the bag with the bagpipes. Um, and wow, you can play bagpipes! I, I cannot. I, I'm I tried, glad that I was before our time together, Colin. Yeah, no, same. <laughs> and I lost a lot of friends off of that. But uh, <laughs> I wanted to become a metalhead, so like I was into like Iron Maiden, Van Halen, and you know, like listening to Bach, and like okay, they're doing all this classical stuff on the electric guitar, which is awesome. Um, but when I went off to college, I was like, I don't have time to keep up with this. Nobody else wants to play this stuff either. So I uh, started playing with a buddy of mine who's in a bluegrass band in Raleigh, the Mountaineers. And uh, I was like, you know what? I like this. And it also sort of fits the style of writing that I do. So when I was probably about 23 or 24 is when I really started writing my first songs that I would still play out in public. And uh, shortly after that, I moved down to Greensboro and just fell in with this huge scene of both old-time musicians and songwriters and that was sort of the first real songwriting community i'd had and you know it just sort of exploded from there so mm-hmm. it was about 25 so that's seven years ago now
0: have you seen that band two cellos that do like the youtube yeah. video oh, yeah, of the yeah. rock songs yes and, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah they're awesome they can and, they
0: can blend that stuff so how, how many instruments did you play total Backpipes I, I, included because you did play. I mean, you may, okay, not, right, you so, may not carry a tune with it, but <laughs> right. it still counts. Uh, I,
1: I learned on piano. I, I can read piano music, but I did not practiced at all. Um, trumpet, played that for nine years. Uh, guitar, banjo, harmonica, and I'm working on fiddle. Okay. She she, she disagrees. <laughs>
2: she, I have been giving him so much flack about his fiddle on this trip, and I feel bad because it is beautiful. But he just keeps trying to play fiddle with me. And
1: <laughs> I'm like, and I'm, I'm like, and I'm, like I'm, no trying space. I'm trying to get spacey
2: here. I'm trying to get spacey here and electric here. I can't go back. to can't go back to old timey just yet. So just just gonna put
1: some reverb on it. You're right. I'm a, now I'm
2: gonna plug it in and put some some harsh delay on it and see what happens. But <laughs> hey, I'm cool to with delay too.
1: So. Put,
0: just more Charlie Daniels covers. Exactly, he, yeah. he just mixes fiddle with his guitars
2: Yeah, I've been playing like. Yeah, I feel like electric guitar has been been a little bit of a newer thing exclusively but I've always I've always loved it I just didn't understand it as much as I do now and uh yeah guitar guitar was not my first instrument I wish I'd stayed with piano I play piano and then flute in the marching band and then um guitar banjo string stuff anything like that I can pick up and do a little bit on but not as good as uh you know I'd like but yeah
0: yeah, I play like guitar and bass. I can play that. And, cool. uh, I'm gonna bass cheat. is
2: my next thing I want to try. <laughs> bass
0: actually helped me learn the song right I feel like it would
2: help me with nice. a lot of things. It does, because yeah.
0: timing. You, gotta, you yep. got the timing, that's so it helps That's what I'm you. saying. It yep. would help me with timing. Uh, I'm going to cheat and buy a banjo tour because I don't have to learn the fingering for the yeah, banjo. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Not bad. Actually, they're don't, they don't sound bad. Not all of them sound No, they
0: don't. And I, that's how I learned to practice was I'd, I'd finger because yep. I could never hold the damn pick. Yeah. So I was like, all right, well, I'd finger pick. So I used to lay in the dark. In the bedroom, and I just lay back and I'd fingerpick and I'd play, and that's how I learned to play the guitar part. Like cool. my grandfather taught me some, he taught me the basics before he died. Mm-hmm. But I was like, okay, I can't hold it this way. I know what the chords are. I can feel it. I'll just, I'll just play. Yeah, So that's uh, one
2: of the best ways to learn too. Is just kind of not looking at your hands when you're playing. To just yeah. kind of listen. Instead, so yeah. I get, I get bogged down myself. I still have a bad habit of watching too close. Mm-hmm. And I think when you just kind of let your hands try to try to walk around on the guitar, it helps you. See, because
0: I love to play, but I, I mean, I'm, I'm okay, I'm decent enough to play, but if I got to sing and play, I know I'm going to mess one or the other up, mm-hmm. so I'm the same way. So you're, you're like one of those singers, like, yeah. And, yeah. Mm-hmm, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know? I don't like to
2: do that. Every video I watch, I'm like, why are you just watching your fingers? So, yeah, it's just like, it's a little bit of a habit I still need to break. But yeah, I like, I like when you can't separate and like... But I do always say there's one there's one you concentrate a little harder on than the other. Always when you're doing both things at once, whichever so.
0: one you feel like you can't. So do the some some
2: and it, it, I think it's different with each song sometimes too. Sometimes different songs you can be more strong on and and, and on vocals versus guitar or whatever you're playing. So yeah, you definitely have to kind of pick and choose yeah. sometimes which one you're looking at.
0: See, I still have a hard time like a blues riff, but if I'm doing it finger style, I can. It's fine. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. when I do the pick, i was like. I missed it. I yeah, drop the pick too the much. String.
2: It just makes me nervous. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Cause now I gotta look down. Which string am I on? Before <laughs> yeah, I know it, yeah. that thumb's here. The I, I know where the placement is. Yeah. The pick, you don't feel that. Right.
3: So. Yeah, <laughs> well,
1: and you know, like like banjo, because I, I play clawhammer style banjo. Uh-huh. It's not yeah, it's not not the bluegrass style, and that actually taught me a lot about guitar because the, yes, the tuning a bit different, but it's it's there's a lot of carryover with the left hand. The right hand's completely different. But the right hand the right hand has the same rhythm as like flat picking guitar And running the melody off the left hand because you've got that one stable right hand rhythm to actually do melody It's all hammer-ons and pull-offs So there's lots of melodies going on with just hammer-ons and pull-offs And I was like, oh, I can do that on guitar, too And then I realized, oh, I'm just flat picking guitar (laughs) It's, It's like I was watching my buddy do flat pick and I was like He's just doing exactly what I'm doing on the banjo just on guitar and so with that, you know, you learn a lot about, okay, how can you use these hammer-ons and pull-offs, do these little accents, and then, like, throw in a couple, like, brief little lick yeah. and stuff like that. So, yeah.
2: It, and then that becomes kind of second nature, too, when you start to realize, I think, when, when, when it, that's like that with your hands. So I feel like when one hand it kind of feels better on what they're doing, the other hand can yeah. kind of have fun and do more. It's just kind of yeah. crazy thing that your brain does when it yeah. separates it like now, that.
0: Now, I never, I never asked, and I never thought about it. Can you bend on a banjo?
1: You can. Does
0: it sound weird if you try rock so, and roll? I like yeah.
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think you can. Yeah, you you absolutely can. Uh, the banjo just doesn't have much sustain, right? No, so can. pretty much once the notes popped out, it's out there. It's out. So if you bend it, you're not going to hear much of the bend. Okay. So you you can I mean, if you ever electrified your banjo, yeah, absolutely. But yeah. what yeah. about what do they call?
0: Is they a vibrato? Like, can you vibrato the the string like you can on electric or acoustic? Uh,
1: if, if you ran it through yeah, an amp, if you amp, uh, but, yeah. if you
4: amp it, put some delay on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you
1: amp it, you can do anything boom, boom. you want with it. Acoustic probably not as much. I have so. seen
2: someone definitely make a banjo sound like a sitar. <laughs> I was yeah. like, I don't know if I like this, but it is very interesting. So yeah. you can do like, I mean, you can probably make some crazy sounds happen out of it. Yeah, there's and then one. Yeah. Make some traditional artists very, very mad yeah. probably with that.
1: But. Yeah, there's one band I saw down in Charlotte was playing slide on the banjo. So I've, I, I saw that. I was like, that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, I've i got one song actually called a Long Way Down to Georgia and where I didn't where I do uh, where I do saw slide him on play banjo. slide
2: on banjo and I was like, Okay, I like that's cool. Yeah, so I like that a lot.
1: There is a band, I think it's
0: in England, that they play uh, with a bow on the electric. Oh, really, yeah,
2: interesting. I've seen that uh, a couple times just as far as people just getting flashy on some solos and stuff. Right. Just pull out a bow. I'm like, you know, what
0: is happening? Flashy, I get is a slide of the beer bottle. That's it. That's very yep. flashy to me, <laughs>
2: yes. Jesse. I think that is impressive. Always,
0: my grandfather used that to slide with a cool up the screwdriver thing. down the, yep. the, really
2: neck of the guitar. really interesting. Got an
0: acoustic guitar. He's out there, the old, he's just sliding down the neck. Yep. Like, oh, I do okay.
2: appreciate a guitarist when they're just looking around for their slide and they just grab that beer bottle. And just <laughs> go, I'm like, that's cool.
3: I've done it with
1: the back of a knife before. I had my pocket knife on it. not when I'm a fucking ninth. Right, <laughs> 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 yes. Yeah. Well, oh, shit. For the second time tonight. <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, right. So, you guys get to do music full time, or do you have other jobs that you have to do?
2: I do music full time now. Um, it's been it's been a long time coming. I did it for a while, then I went back to work for a little bit when my husband went to went to school. But now I'm full time and, and trying to run the, the booking agency as well. Okay. And working with a studio locally, I work with a studio called Black Rabbit Audio in Greensboro. I just kind of try to help them out. Is that the ones things. that did
0: the videos of you guys? Yeah, yeah they, they, did they are videos. really good.
2: Yeah, our yes. friend Tom Torrio runs that studio, and he's just got a good he's got a good ear for for making us sound good, and he's actually got turning out he's got a really good eye for video as well. So he's uh, been helping us out a lot with these things.
0: Yeah, you got. I have to say, you guys. Have videos does a hell of a thank lot better you. than a lot of the georgia but. thank you
2: so much that's a huge compliment because i mean you know it really is fine for me to do a cell phone video too it's just as fun but man if we can something about when you're under the lights in there and it's a real nice sound it really makes you i think perform a little bit differently so yeah, yeah it's funny.
0: <laughs> some of the georgia are, they're
2: really serious. (laughs) It's like, yeah, we are. We're a little too serious sometimes (laughs) in Greensboro. (laughs) (laughs) Because, it was Black, what's Black Rabbit? It's called Black Rabbit Audio, yeah. Yeah. uh, There's a link on my, uh, my, on my, my uh, Instagram to them as well and you can check out some of their other projects and things. They've got some cool stuff coming out this year. Some great, great artists they're working with. They, they helped mixing with Colin's record. Colin didn't record his record there but uh, Tom helped him with some mixing. So, collaboration amongst producers and studios happens Mm -hmm. too. It's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I tell anybody, if you got somebody you want to, to share or give a shout out to by all means thank I, you, thank you. I, I like that yeah. they, they need to be heard because yeah. a lot goes behind the independent artist to get them where they are yeah we Absolutely. have
2: friends that help us so much even just people trying to build their por- build their own portfolios for what they're doing you know there's right. i mean around town sessions is doing some great yep. great video work and they're just just some friends with some camera work you know just some friends with some equipment that want to make something happen yep. so it's kind of yep. cool to to see what everybody can do together
1: Yep. And also again like just the musicians around Greensboro too because like Kristen Mack and Ryan Mack and Evan Campfield um, are, are all playing on this album as mm-hmm. well as you know Mark Byerley and mm-hmm. uh, Jack Gorm as well like they're all just um, local songwriters and/or musicians. and or musicians. They all have
2: their own bands but yep. but, the, but they still do studio work for everyone. It's just really it's very nice yep
1: and Kristen's been on two of my previous albums and Kristen's she's on this next great. one. yeah she's an amazing It'll work fiddler, is- so.
2: She's a good lady to know She's just I, I feel like I've watched her For a long time in, in, the, in that Greensboro scene And she's just She's a teacher too Correct yeah. yeah she's just She's a great great player I'm glad she's on your record yeah. It sound great Yeah so but, and Yeah
0: What about you Colin Do you What do you Do full time now
1: Yeah so I I do music Probably about half time um, yeah. I, uh, I teach at the community college I teach English up there So okay. that's actually My academic background Is you know Teaching or, uh, English and creative writing um, Some of which obviously Goes in, into my songwriting too right. Um, and but yeah, so I teach English at Guilford Tech Community College, okay. and then uh, you know, adjunct up there, and do music pretty much every weekend. So, <laughs> yeah, you see, I, I that's how I start too, writing poems. Yeah. But uh, as far as like English, I know
0: uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> I drove my English teachers crazy. I'm sure if they listen now, like we're well, still talking
1: wrong to you. Like I'm country. It's going to come out this way. <laughs> Absolutely, can't and, help it. And but, you know, well, <laughs> once, yeah, once you get to support, and you're like, you know what, all that correct English is, is kind of, mm, you know what, it's. How do people talk? That's the most important thing, is write L- down how people talk. Is still important too, yep. right? And when you write
0: songs, you can make it whatever you want to. It doesn't matter. It's proper if it's in this. Oh, there. we can make those exactly. rhymes happen. <laughs> yep.
2: Colin will make them happen.
0: I wrote, I wrote a song called Other Than I, and somebody goes, That's not
1: proper English. <laughs> Listen, it's listen. Like look, you haven't written a song. You be quiet. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, look, you show me your you. song. I'm with you, Jesse, <laughs> right? yeah, yeah, we're with you,
0: buddy. They they took, took us for it so funny cuz it goes away. Well, "Aren't you afraid that you're teaching kids bad language or bad, bad not language but bad Brand grammar, yeah. grammar yeah. Right. you know?" Nope. I'm just like, <laughs> "Listen, if they listen to me talk, Trust me, they, they're already talking bad anyway, yeah. so <laughs> You're right. I'm not, I don't have the prepositions. I don't do oh. it right. I mean, hey, I don't know. I can't tell you what an adverb is anymore. It's, yeah. cr- <laughs> it's funny
2: to me that my degree was in English, and I still can't spell really well. I still misspeak you on all the things. You can't spell really good, Lord <laughs> See, thank you. See? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I love you, Colin.
0: <laughs> Punctuation always got me. Yeah.
2: <laughs> That's a run-on right sentence.
1: Where's it going? It ain't running nowhere. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's like, so like... I did a master's in English but I also did certification in ESL teaching right Mm -hmm. which and and I'm really really glad that I did that cuz that sort of changed my perspective on teaching in general it's like look it needs to be student-centered it's about communication yes there's a place for professional formal English absolutely and I need to teach my students that but also are they getting their point across that's the first thing are they communicating that's the first thing that needs to be touched I think the same thing with songwriting Mm -hmm. it's like Again, there's so many different ways of communicating. You can throw up an image up there that can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people, but you're still communicating. You can say, you know, you can quote, you know, my grandfather from East North Carolina, who people are going to be like, that's definitely not proper to grammar, <laughs> but it's like, but it gets the point across, and it also right. draws a character like that. People are like, I've heard somebody say that before, <laughs> you know.
2: It makes so, it more relatable. Yeah. I think exactly like you're saying, and yeah, it's it's that sort of thing. I think.
1: Yeah, yeah and. I use ain't a lot.
2: <laughs> ain't. <It's> names, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, ain't. Yeah. like
0: ain't in the vocabulary. My, my, my wife, she's from Germany originally. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's cool. in the military. Yep. Like, she's been in for 24 years. And it's so funny. She's like, the kids talk like me sometimes. She goes, uh-uh. She starts giving them proper English. I was like, hey, you're not even from America, okay? Right. Leave it alone. <laughs> yeah, how dare you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to kick my ass when she hears this. <laughs> She hears this. <laughs> <laughs> She's funny, though, because she lived in Texas, lived in New York, and sometimes she's get what I call the Yankee accent comes out of mm-hmm. her, because she, she comes out of New York, style. Does that happen when she's angry? Like, uh, <laughs> yes. Well, that's more German when she starts. More cursing. German. Is, that makes more
1: sense, actually. She's like, oh, now I'm really in trouble. <laughs> so we actually went to Germany, like you talked about before, you went to uh, Bolivia, is that what you said? Uh, Romania. Romania. Yep, I, I did uh, do an exercise in Germany at one point, too.
0: Germany, if, if cool. you've been to Germany.
2: I've not been to Germany. I've only been to Europe. I've been to Italy and Greece. as the of the places I've been in, in Europe. I would love to I'd love to play music in Germany, actually. I would really like to go to Germany I really don't badly. know if Ingr-
0: it's like that everywhere, but Germany doesn't believe in air conditioning. Uh, yeah,
2: I've heard a tale. I've heard tale, <laughs> I've heard tale you know, it that gets it gets warm in the summer. Most places, I have when I went to California for the first time to, to, try to try to play music and stuff, I was having a moment where I was just like, really, I thought it was very warm. I was just like, it's hot. There's no AC. And I was like, just sit down. It's different. you are calm down. Don't worry. So it's at least a different humidity kind of thing but i bet in germany the humidity does get get you down sometimes.
0: yeah well it's just there everything's made out of blocks so yep. they, yeah. and they don't they can't afford the air conditioning it's so expensive so they just open the window yeah and we went in june and it's like where's the air so my wife goes over mm, she enough. opens the windows like there you go <laughs>
2: I was like, what is that?
0: She goes, there's your ear. It's yeah. like, I'm spoiled. That's not Yeah, a I ear. Know. Right. Too
2: spoiled. <laughs> and like, English has got to be, speaking back of the, the linguistics part of it, like, but English has probably got, got to be a very hard language to learn if it's not your native language. I know there's so many different, I'm sure it is in several languages, yeah. but there's just so many words that mean so many different things. And when you hear songs sung, even like old folk songs that are sung in different languages, yeah. it just, it seems, it seems to flow differently. And I can't imagine what it must be like to. Speak a different language and then try to sing in English versus singing in your native language—it's kind of got to be a crazy moment. Yeah, she happen. talks better than I do, and
0: she's not even from here. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, she, she's lived here most of her life, but she's naturally from Germany. Yes. And I tease her because one of her favorite singers was David Hasselhoff. Uh, yes. And I was like, "Oh my god!" She goes, he's so big in Germany. He's right.
2: huge there. I love that she's like rep. She's like, "I don't care." That's my favorite singer. <laughs> so, awesome. I, what's
0: this? I can't think of the song. Is oh, how's it go? Um, if I had talking about it... I'm I, sad I only
2: know the... Ba- I'm only thinking of the Baywatch theme song right now. I'm telling <laughs> myself right now. I'm thinking about I it. I think of the Baywatch theme song it? every did time. No. I, I, I don't know. I was him singing I didn't it, know actually. he was in it. No, I'm just yeah. Lies. <laughs> <laughs> Fake news. Yeah.
1: He wasn't watching David
2: Hasselhoff. Yeah, um, I was say, he, nobody watched the guys. Only in Knight Rider did I watch David Hasselhoff. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I didn't know he was in Baywatch. I don't think anybody was watching the guys in Baywatch. <laughs> <laughs> nobody was.
0: It's funny, as you be on TV, and I like the no yeah. uh, channel uh, 6 9, you to watch it all the day, and you, uh-huh. you come on it, my son, who's 24, he lives in of <laughs> Robbins now, he's like, what is this? I was like, it's Watch.
2: It's like, well. And he'd sit
0: down, and I was like, you like this show, don't you?
2: <laughs> like, Dad, this about? is stupid. I don't care.
0: Why are lifeguards saving all these, th- why are they just saving people? Why are they doing bombs and stuff? I was like, <laughs>
2: Who cares? Right? <laughs> like, are you are you paying attention to the plot? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: you want a story? It's like getting Playboy and reading the articles. No, no you it's don't. Just
2: the articles. <laughs> just the, I just want to check my horoscope real quick. <laughs> <laughs>
1: See, I, I was one of those weirdos who, uh, my grandparents gave me a dictionary for my 16th birthday uh-huh. because I spent most of a visit to them. I wasn't even reading through the dictionary. I was literally reading the articles about it. Mm-hmm. I was like, I mean, I guess some 16-year-olds are reading other things for the articles, but I, I had that American Heritage Dictionary, so <laughs> I still can't speak English, so there we are. <laughs> here we are back to it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, well, it I all comes around.
0: Had, yeah, it does. It does. It's so funny. We'll let Laura play a song here. We get talking talk about sure. all dictionaries and Baywatch, and I yeah, guess it's right. all kind of... <laughs> All kind, okay, of this is my for kind of things I kind of talk I'm just saying yeah. <laughs> uh, what song you want to do Laura? This is
2: a song called this is a song called interstellar space and um, I often like to intro it that you know I live in a really beautiful place that's kind of very similar to the setting we're in right now I live in a town called Glendon North Carolina and it's really beautiful and it's kind of romantic and you got to watch out when you're there it'll get
1: you that's that's how my girlfriend got stuck with him that's how
2: <laughs> it, it happens many people have become girlfriend and boyfriend after visiting me in Glendon <laughs> Um this new stuff I'm trying to do is a little bit folky, this new album I'm working on, but it but it's going to have a little bit more of an electric edge to it, I think, and it's going to have a little bit more of a just a general spacey kind of vibe to it, and that's, this song is what I tried to do. This song is about how it's difficult to make out on a porch swing when you're a short person like me. <laughs> it's my feet swing back and forth, uh, but you figure it out.
0: Such an, a nice, easy groove.
2: Thank you. <laughs> that's, a, that's a nice chill one for the, for the morning time in the, in the woods. Yep. I thought it would be nice. You switch,
1: her, you switch keys on your harmonica?
2: Look at this one. Yeah, so, yes, indeed. So, <laughs> I'm uh, impressed by this as
1: yeah, well. Once I figured out, oh, so if you play the harmonica in the fourth, that's blues harp. So, like, you know, you hear, it's called straight harp and blues harp or cross harp. Okay. And basically, if you're playing in the same key that's straight harp and that's where you get sort of the uh you know just like straight melodic stuff but if you're doing if you're playing it in the fourths so like we were just playing the key of g so i'd be playing the key of c uh harp then basically your root re- is on the pool so you'd be playing g when you're pulling instead of when you're blowing mm-hmm. and then you can get in a lot of those blues bends and stuff too so
0: see i just learned that when you blow and when you suck it's two different keys. Or two a mm-hmm. notes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That's how they play. I was like, no wonder it sounded weird when I played. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what they look <laughs> like. That's
2: why their cheeks move so much. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Harmonicas turn, uh, turn music into math. It hurts my head, but it's fascinating <laughs> yeah. to watch. It's really cool to see different people do it. They're like, okay, I got these like 16 little harmonicas. I got to make these two. It's very cool. It's very cool to me.
1: Yeah, her- harmonica is one of those things. It's like if you know what a key is and you know what key you're in, you can't mess it up, mm-hmm. but there's a whole range of getting good at it too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, it's like so. Clint Black is really good yeah. at playing harmonica.
0: Yeah. Absolutely, he's one of them. I watched. That's who made me want to even try to do harmonica. Yeah, and I didn't realize until I, I bought like a little blues harp package mm-hmm. that it tells you what key it's supposed to go with. Like, okay, this one goes to this key. This yeah, one goes to, like it math. I'm not going. Th- I'm not going. to remember I'm the saying. math. saying.
2: And that's like and that's cross harp, right? That's
1: when you cross over like five different five steps above or below. Is that what that is? If, uh, it's so it's in the fourth of the key. So for example, okay, with, so the with fourth of the key. yeah, so like See, you know, in in, in, Nash, in Nashville, <laughs> you know, you've got your one four five chords, yeah. right? It's it's like in the key of G, your four chord is your C, right? So if you've got okay. your C harmonica, or if you're playing the key of E, your four is A. Right, it's usually just the next string up. Next from, string up. Yeah. So, <laughs> on. on a good I time. love this.
2: I'm learning something new today. <laughs> Me
1: too. This is great. A L- little that bit of math, English. and here I am in English. I'm major. on tour with the. Prof- <laughs> I'm on tour with the professor. I love it. This is the best. <laughs> <laughs> the, the wicked chickens. So, the wicked <laughs> so chick- now they <laughs> get are <laughs> gonna minutes. get their work
0: out of you. They gonna put you in a math
1: class too. Oh, and I watch out, they're I gonna, gonna make you do not. everything. Uh, <laughs> I'll turn out some messed up students there. <laughs> <laughs> I I could More never. I hated math. I
0: hated. I didn't like care for much for school, but it was fun for like I took a lot of like the weightlifting and sports yeah. stuff. I did that; that was fun. Yeah, I didn't have to learn anything. But
2: they <laughs> told me that because I'm a musician, I should be good at math, and that's a lie.
0: Like, Absolutely, that is a lie. <laughs> lie. I shoot pool, but I'm not good at math. That's
2: what I'm saying. I'm terrible like,
0: at I can see the angle. I can't tell you what angle it is. I can't. Yeah, I, can tell I can't chart up, it out. But <laughs> Geometry was <laughs> hard. <Yeah. laughs>
3: yeah.
0: Well, you were talking about earlier getting to play like when you were 17. I was shooting pool at 15 years old in the bars. Yeah. You know, you Trying can't even get do that
1: anymore. They won't even let you in because like in in. it's like, smoking and drinking. It's a like- shame. Wait, you can still smoke inside pool halls? Some of them. Yeah. Oh, man. Occasionally. I, to come back down here I know. To Georgia. <laughs> Actually, I'm
2: impressed. We're, speaking of smoking, I'm not tell your tales, but you just said it, so, But I'm impressed that you can play harmonica and sing and that you're, you're an occasional social smoker because, like, I always tell myself that I cannot... Play harmonica because I just turned so red in the face. Yeah. Because right. <laughs> I, I, I used to be a smoker.
1: <laughs> it's, it's, it's the lungs from like the trumpet, it. and I used to be on a swim team. That's what it is. I was is. in the yeah, army, so swimming. I ran a lot. So I'm, 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 it's I'm, the running, yeah. I'm, 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 I don't anymore. I'm, I'm running off a lot of uh, g- gathered goodness that yeah, I'm probably. You're, you're a young boy still. Yeah. You got <laughs> so But don't smoke, kids.
2: Yeah, but do what we say, not what we do. <laughs> oh, yeah. I still tell
1: my kids, they're like, that's not right. You
2: can't
0: say that. <laughs> yep. Said to me, I said to you, you can say it to your kids. You got to pass it on. So you got to make like smoke rings coming out of your harmonicas, right? That's, what that, that's That's the next step. This is going to be in a
1: music video <laughs> someday. You going to be that cool. Yeah, that that'd be super super we, cool. We did recently figure out how to blow smoke through bubbles. Yes, that does well, happen. Lisa came over and she was like, hey, "I have got all these bubble wands and apparently you can blow smoke in them." So I was like, "All right." Whew. We weren't on any drugs, I promise. We 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 were not. This was straight
2: sober fun. That's what's so hilarious about it. This is just us on our front porch having fun. (laughs) That's what's so
1: sad about It's that we're just that pleased (laughs) to just sit on the porch and float bubbles around. Yeah, bubble went out and there's a whole bunch of smoke in it. Then when the bubble popped, it's like a little ball of smoke. It's just just like blowing
2: Colin's mind. And I'm like, yeah, it is great. (laughs) I'm like, guys, look at this.
1: (laughs) See, now people vape. I wonder if they can do it with
0: the vape stuff.
2: I bet I bet you can because it's kind of it's water vapor, right? So like yeah, you could, probably could put it in there. Probably could. It's yeah. still it's still kind of a dense cloud. So I bet. You We'll experiment with this later. <laughs> we'll,
1: we'll, next time we'll on the back, porch, yeah. next time on the porch, we'll try to it. We'll get paper. back to you on that, Jesse. <laughs> and then going will do a video of it. Follow-up, yeah. Exactly. I'm gonna
2: ta- watch me tag him in the video
1: now. <laughs> this is up he on the song. Yeah, I'm going to tag Georgia song.
2: <laughs> Wait, am I still admin on that page? <laughs> <laughs> you might be, because I don't know if I
1: changed it. I never
2: change my... it either. I leave people on my page all <laughs> the time. Like, oh, <laughs> it's like, you've got I... 17 team members. It's like, what? <laughs>
0: really? All right, we'll get to work. Y'all need to do something. Oh, can y'all help me out then. Because it gets busy. I mean, I know Agents yeah stuff it's, it it's
2: kind of funny hectic. well also that's that's another thing we talk about things left over from the, the pandemic year and things like that like to be on to do live streams with each other and with businesses we would have to kind of share admin stuff much like you do with georgia Songbird. Yeah. so there's still i think there's still about 10 or so breweries that forgot to take me off of their their admin so it's like so you have a message for you know for odin brewing i'm just like wait no that's not that's not possible i had
0: to remember how to do that i was like uh okay i'll figure it thank out thank
2: you for helping me during the song version <laughs> of that too because i was struggling hard like we, we think we know how to do it and then we're just like wait is this the right way though because like, well, we like the rules
0: but see, yeah the, thank you the, for your help with that the weird thing about it is the pages will, i think it will let you go yes. page to page so the only other way for you to do we it we
2: had such a text thread going that one day <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of magical because i was just like look at us all helping each other but yeah it was great it was funny I think, I, and, and it's funny because I
0: helped everybody and they still did it wrong. I was like, I can't we help still
2: you. We, yeah, and you helped so much. And like, there's still, there's still people. Then we helped each other a little bit. We like reached out to each other a little bit, helped too. But yeah, sometimes with those things uh, for setups for, for even promotion for bands, right? So I have some bands that I'll try to guide them, like, okay, on this date, we're going to all change our social media pictures to this. We're going to, and you can send them the links and everything, lead them to water. Yeah. But right. <laughs> sometimes they just got to hit a button and it's still difficult. to the water, they still get drunk. Still get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Right.
0: Exactly a lot of the people like the older songwriters it's the tech part of right. it it's like teach them how to use a vcr
2: that's kind of what we want we were talking about on the way down here too just, we want to offer these services to people to, just to help out because like we i know what we have skills i know what they can help us out with too it's like a give and take but i know some technical stuff yep. that just because we've had to do both we had to do both the creative side and the technical side i think we can help out a lot of people with that
1: yeah and with, with that too you know talking about the technical and the social media i think all that's really important but also some of these some of those older skills about just going out dropping mm-hmm. posters handing out flyers people pay attention to that people and even, still do that yeah, and It's like, so important like newspapers and by the, also just to reiterate huge shout out to Yes weekly especially for you know yeah. helping cover that and they they are really really great for the art scene in the triad area and um, they actually help sponsor my kids my Kickstarter they too.
2: support so yeah. much and anytime if you have any promotion I reach out to at least the three or four writers that I know Katie Cranford in particular has yep, been a wonderful absolutely. writer who has supported both of us I mean, especially throughout, throughout my career she's just she's always there to, to write something about what we're working on and she's always interested in and can I get a quote for this? She just, I feel like she gives, she's a good validator for what we do, I think in the community. So yeah. Yes. Weekly and Katie. And, and college hooked us
1: stations up, up there. wag. Oh yeah. It's been so much of our stuff. Good stuff. And, uh, and also, uh, Kevin Mack was, was the one who knocked me out in the first round. Well done to him. And uh, it was it was, it was was great to see him go on uh, up to the final stage up against Rebecca Todd. And, yeah, because like, Kevin he was respect... our, was
2: the Georgia. He just rose through. Yeah. Like, that was great. <laughs> yeah, he was and a uh, huge
1: respect to both of them. And Rebecca Todd, like I've admired her for a long while. I, think I first saw her play at UNCG mm-hmm. probably five or six or so years ago, and she's just... Doing some great stuff. Yeah.
2: So. Yeah, and the, the, this, the just mixing in the technology with like, like being you know, able, like we're talking about, we're connecting right back again with Rebecca and like things like that. The, the social media is so important, but those old school things are still important. Like Colin was saying, the, we were talking about your email list on the way down here, and I, I know so many artists have told me, you know, just your email list, and I, I believe this strongly. Your email list is still your most important thing because you know Facebook can take your stuff down anytime they want. YouTube can erase all your videos, and you can do nothing about it. People, I see so many posts like, "Oh, Facebook did this to me. How do I fix it? Who do I call?" I'm like, no one. There's no one. They own your stuff. You're giving them. It's what we do. We're giving them their stuff so they can promote it. But so your email list is the best way for you to represent yourself. Even pa- Patreon a little bit better because you can control things a little bit better as far as a platform for, yeah. for that. But really, your email list, I think, is gold. I still use mine that I've collected over years. So I still email people when I go back to town like, hey, don't know if you're still reading this, but if you liked me five years ago, you might want to see what we're doing now. So.
0: Yeah. And that's, that's cool that you, you talked about that because I'm bad about the email. I mean, I've got it on, like, the website it takes it. And it yeah, sends and this is them, me like, talking a big game.
2: We're all, like, we all need reminders. Like, yeah, you know, yes. I'm talking the, the organized side of me is for sure. But we need reminders. Sometimes I'm like, did I bring my book? You know, like, did I even <laughs> bring my email list up here? I don't think I did. Oh, it's
0: – I forget things all the time. All
2: the time. Like, it's my wife is always insane. late.
0: I'm always forgetful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been, like, just as a kid that's like – I've been hit in the head way too many times. My <laughs> that, sister knocked me wrestling. Out. Football, but my <laughs> yeah, sister football, knocked me yeah. out when I was five. Yeah, I, been, I think I've been knocked out three
1: times. Oh my goodness. Um, did, did she you did you it when des- I was five. Did you deserve that one? No. no. <laughs> she <laughs> may say I did. Was she a mean sister? She, yes. She's like six
0: years older than I am. Yeah. Oh yeah, what is sister, yeah. So she's at there swinging his big middle cable yeah. and I went to pet the dog, right? Mm. And all of a sudden I woke up inside. She caught me right between the eyes and oh, knocked no. me out. Oh my gosh. And woke
2: up inside? I woke up Inside on the couch,
0: and I, I can't see. <laughs> and I, I was five, I remember that. I might have been four, but I remember around the time. I love, that,
2: love time. If that was one of your first, uh, <laughs>
0: reshotted <laughs> memories. Yes, that's the one thing that stuck. She, she knocked it in my head. <laughs> wow. And then going up of that driveway, you guys came up. Like mm. when it snows here, it's basically ice. Oh you yeah, know? yeah, I'm sure it's yeah. The same. You guys got and probably so more snow.
2: And I'm sure they're not gonna clear this road for you guys. Right, <laughs> right do No. So I saw no outlet. I was like, I know that. I know that pain.
0: <laughs> me and a uh, me and a buddy decided. Okay, we got stuck up here. Let's go ice skating down the driveway in yeah. our tennis shoes. So <laughs> we go sliding down the driveway it's and I fell. Right? It was always fun. <laughs> it, I fell and I hit my head and all I remember is like, Hey Jesse, it's like what. I've been calling you for five minutes. Like, no, you're not. I just fell. He says, no. I would fallen and knocked myself out and got frozen to the ground. That's how long I was sitting there. Oh, my God, oh, help me no. out. Wow. I need to come hang out in Georgia more. I was like gonna say, uh,
2: <laughs> if it snows, we're getting stuck up here. So we can go party. Like, yeah.
0: right. It's fun. But, yeah. but you got to be here for longer. Like, everybody else is going to school. It's like, I can't get out of my driveway. <laughs> right.
2: We had a, another another thing my, my house is used for. We, we rented out for, for bands to record in because we got some space. And uh-huh. so one of the first times we had that happen... It, we got snowed in and like i'm sitting there like a like a almost like a band mom freaking out about it cuz i'm like oh no do we have enough groceries what if we lose power and the band is so whimsically excited about it. they're like we're about to get snowed in while we make our album i'm like yeah you think that's funny and then we lose power and heat uh, right. oh but it was yeah it was, it's it's fun when stuff like that happens
0: well, listen, when they did have a blizzard up here we got like 8 to 12 inches of snow maybe Oof. maybe more than that
2: was that when like that was that crazy time when yeah it was just yeah. like so much snow in Atlanta it was like yeah. shut down forty or shut down the interstate or something like that.
0: Uh This well this no was that lava. was ice like two inches everybody's like making fun of. Georgia. That was when it was like two yeah like <laughs> and it <laughs> shut it down. But it that was shut ice. it down. That, on, was, that was yeah. bad. That was like the
2: that was the rain Forget and the
0: the ice. Forget the snow. Look what's under. No, this yeah. was like in ninety one. Oh cool cool. Uh No, we got about two feet of snow because I remember. Our power went out for like two weeks, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So my dad we had a buck stove and he would just light the buck stove. He got it to 100 degrees. We're standing outside in shorts without a shirt on because it's so hot <laughs> in the house. I'm like, you gotta turn that off.
2: <laughs> Those they will heat your whole house. man. Oh my
0: God, it's he, so
1: true. he was having a blast,
2: loving life.
0: Yeah. Uh, I was like, no. Like and I remember splitting that wood, and
1: I, yeah, you're burning that up awful quick. Oh my God. Yeah.
0: I was like 14. I think I was like 14 at the time. And he gave me what he called a Yankee hammer to split the wood. Like most people have, like now they got the machine, they put it in, and it splits right. it. Or now, if you want to do it by hand, you take the little wedge and you knock it and you hit it. He didn't tell me none of that. He just gave me this big hammer that was welded to metal, a metal pipe. Yep. So the thing weighed like 25, 30 pounds. He said, Go to it. Oh my God. I split it. I figured out how to do it. And then after I was done, he brought me the wedge. I was like, What is this? This is what you use to split it. It's the easy way to do
4: it. I was do. like, What the hell is this? <laughs>
0: I was so sore. Lessons learned. I was oh going to say, you God. slept probably
2: like a baby that night there. Oh, I that did. Work. <laughs> I, I, I don't think
0: I could move the next day. Great for the football career, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, was, I was skinny, too, when I first yeah. started playing football, so it helped me start building muscle. There you go. I was <laughs> like, oh, I can't, I,
1: can't,
4: I can't move. I can't even wear my ass. I'm not going to the bathroom.
3: Forget it. <laughs> that's a good
0: long day's work <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then we, we used to walk up and down the highway in it so my legs were sore and yeah uh, i was like oh my god because you gotta like pull your legs up high and hide <laughs> knee into the whole thing man so we get and that's like once every 10 15 years that yeah. we'll get it here
1: know, yeah
2: we don't get it much in north carolina either it's so it's still kind of happy when it happens we're still kind of like okay it's a little nice but then like country we live in it they won't we're stuck where we are when it happens so yeah.
1: I mean, I grew up out in Nebraska. Well, I grew up in a lot of places. My dad was in the Air Force, but I spent about seven or so years out in Nebraska, and it it, it snows a fair bit, but it's much different it snow. It's a very dry, powdery sort of snow that just like blows yeah, everywhere and drifts everywhere. Kind of yeah, it, it it's gorgeous, um, but also it'll get hot during the day and then freeze at night, so you'll we'll just have like the sheen of ice, which is horrible on the roads. That's the scary part. Yeah, yeah. and also and yeah, I mean, and the wind just blows. So like my my parents. Literally, blows. Um, my, my parents, we were all down in Alabama for Christmas last year, and they're like, you know, we always travel to come and see all kids, but you know, maybe, maybe y'all could come out to Nebraska next next year. And I pulled up the weather app, and I said, well, it's currently 10 degrees, and the wind's blowing about 30 miles an hour. <laughs> no, thank you. I, I, so how about you come on out to North Carolina where it's warm?
4: <laughs> <laughs> no
0: kidding.
1: See, we went to Colorado a
0: couple years ago. Yeah, Colorado's uh, beautiful. Ten years ago. Well, no, my kids are 11, so they, Diana was pregnant with them. So she just had him. So we went in the wintertime. Well, my country ass decided, okay, I don't need anything. I'm going with my jeans mm-hmm. and a Good. windbreaker. Yeah. Yep.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I took that's what layer I had. I had a, a jeans and a windbreaker, and then I took a hoodie for my long for a long sleeves. I got mountain sickness. Yep. Oh I man! I got and I had to carry oxygen for like half the trip because my headache would not go away. Yep. She said, "You're going to have to go to the hospital. You're going to kill yourself if you don't." So sure enough, I went, I had to sit in a hospital, which was a little country hospital. The guy drove up, and I think the doctor drove up on a tractor. <laughs> it was out in the parking lot. <laughs> and I'm like, I love this hospital. Yeah, like, this is great. So and my oldest, he's, he started making fun of me because I'm carrying oxygen in the car. And I had to sleep with oxygen <laughs> at night. Oh, man, yeah. But I
1: slept great.
2: <laughs> oh, man, I thought you slept lovely. Yes. <laughs> I yeah.
1: did. I wasn't warm, but I slept good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, my
1: gosh. Yeah, my, my dad went skiing out there back in the late 80s, I think. And he's like, yep. Made a bad decision. We went skiing in jeans and jean jackets.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: We, we were pretty wet and cold by the end of it. I, I went hiking out there in Mount Elbert probably 10 or so years ago. Did you? And like I just done aerosol at school. I was like, oh yeah, I'm fit. All this and that and the other. It's a nine mile hike, but it's 4,500 feet up. Yeah. From where you start, you start off at 10,000 feet. And I got up to the top and I realized it's a lot different when you're used to air that you can chew on. You can't chew this air. no <laughs> it <know>? is It, <laughs> it, it yeah, yeah. will. Yeah. I mean, I'm not in
0: a great shape in the world, but it, it's it was hard for, yeah. even for my wife who's in military, military walking yeah. or just walking around because it's so high in the air is just so That's
2: what happens too. I walk around my property thinking like All right, I, walk, I walk three miles I can do this when I go to the mountains and it's like no you can't like All even right. a trail like a small trail in Asheville like almost like took me out like recently, because I'm like thinking I could do it, you know.
0: See, my wife loves to hike. Me, I like to do stuff where I can sit in a boat and ride. See,
2: boat, yeah. boat, boat life is pretty awesome. Put me on put me on a kayak or Fishing a raft. Fishing is and, one of my favorite activities too same. because yeah. <laughs> it's kind of the most relaxing sporting thing you can do. I think. Yeah. Or give me a dune buggy.
0: I'll ride through the mountains oh, or that's a motorcycle. Fun too. I yeah, like that stuff. Too. So yeah. my wife doesn't care. Like she she doesn't like the more thrill stuff. She likes to walk and enjoy yeah. nature. It's like I've lived in the woods my whole life. I've enjoyed it for years. You're three, like I already years. knew this. I said I'm fine, you know. I get
2: a little scared on the motorized thing. I don't know. I've been on some ATVs and have some fun, but I do get a little. I get a little scared on like motorcycles and stuff like that. But like I do, I, I'm the same way. Like I feel like I grew up like really appreciating nature and country and playing in the woods was just what we did and mm-hmm. stuff. So like now going fast and doing more fun stuff like that is kind of exciting. Well, I, looked,
0: of I went bungee jumping when I was like 18. Nice. It was fun. I, so I, I, that. I want cool. to go like on a hot air balloon ride, right? Yeah. I was gonna take my wife. I was like, I had it all planned. You know, we You're were, like,
2: we have this romantic plan. I <laughs> balloon did. Ride. We were, we were dating.
0: We were, I was like, all right, I'm gonna take her. I think it was like our anniversary. Might have been close to it. Uh, we were dating, so it was like one of a date anniversary. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what date it was now. I can <laughs> barely remember the an- wedding anniversary. I know, same. But <laughs> that's why we got married in June, six, seven, oh, eight. So I remember yes. the anniversary. Nice. Brilliant. But I said, i right, I'm gonna do the hot air balloon ride. I told her, Daddy, to I'm gonna take her hot air balloon riding. So we went up to the Cracker Barrel, and we're eating. And so I kind of mentioned it just to see. She goes, I'll never get on a hot air balloon ride. I says, huh?
3: So, so like is that deposit refund I, I, I got to make a phone <laughs> I got to make a phone call <laughs> Oh man Yeah so,
0: so
1: I wanted to do that so I I
0: love
1: I love activities like yeah. that you know yeah, one, one thing I'd I love to go skydiving. Actually, one, one of the reasons. I yet. Yeah, I, I haven't either. Oh. But uh, yeah, so I, I, I would love to. The
2: military hasn't pushed you out of a plane? Yet. I was so, wondering about that. I was like, how they've not they not thrown you out there? No,
1: one, one of the reasons I joined the infantry was like, okay, like, cool. Yes. go to airborne school, you go <laughs> yes, to ranger school. and then But it was the guard, and they're like, well, we don't have an airborne unit here, so we're not going to spend the money. <laughs> and uh, they were going to send me to ranger school, and then they're like, well, state moved the funding. So sorry. And I was like, all right, cool. So what, actually, when I was looking at possibly getting out, they're like, well, we really want you to take this command. And there were a lot of reasons at that point that I was going to get out. There were a lot of other things I wanted to pursue. But I was like, look, I'm happy to help and stay, help you guys out for a year. But this is like my one military goal that I've not gotten to done that I want to go do. Mm -hmm. Send me to airborne school. I'll stick around for another year, help you guys out. And they're like, no. And I was like, all right, see, I'm off to England then. Have fun. So Did you get to the gas chamber? Did they make you do the gas chamber? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah not fun. Oh, <laughs> so, was so much. I know my
0: wife tells me, all this. She's like, oh, I want to go do that. She goes, why? I said, because I want to see how long I can last the gas chamber. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I imagine crazy. myself like Bobcat Goatsworth from Police Academy. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's,
1: it's not worth it. <laughs>
2: Skydiving and balloons, y'all crazy. I'm scared of heights. So. <laughs> I'm going to stick
1: down here in the woods. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to stay
2: low. <laughs>
1: yeah. I've done a lot of rock climbing, too. I do like that.
2: Mm. I did like rock climbing. Terrifying.
0: Uh there was a class in high school that we took, I doubt they do it now, it's called Outdoor Ed. Yeah. Well, we I had to, wish we they to, uh, did. I'd
2: probably be less scared. Repel. Like we
0: repel it yep. off the football stadium. I love that. Yeah. Uh, we took like on the um the power lines, we mm-hmm. got to do the like, zip line, but we also like we'd play chicken. Yeah. So I remember we had mm-hmm. the guy down the bottom of the rope holding the song. <laughs> So we wouldn't fall if we did, he'd slow us down. And then we went on the across the power lines with a pillow and started playing chicken.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, this nice. was a class oh, in so high this school. Is,
2: this was learning. <laughs>
0: this is great. It's it sl- it was team building surprised. exercises, is what they said. It was. I was gonna say yeah.
2: that builds trust right there. It does. <laughs> what that
0: well, we we had a big old guy. He was probably about three hundred pounds. And then uh-huh. for whatever reason, the anchor that he had, the guy was like maybe one hundred and ten, mm-hmm. and he fell, and. He didn't slow him down very much. Yikes! I, luckily, nothing happened to him. But yeah. I mean, he hit. He hit hard. Yeah. He was mad. I was like, "You might want to run." <laughs> yeah.
3: But,
1: uh,
0: let's get back Into English or English. You said English music. Now I got English on the brain. Like, I got. I got to watch how I talk around Colin. He's going to correct me. I'm getting your not head. Colin make you
2: start flirting with him. Colin just gets in your head. It's like, like Gilligan right now. <laughs> right. Little buddy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um. Tell everybody where they can find you guys at.
2: So the easiest way to find my my music and listen to it for free is on Bandcamp. So just laurajanevincent.bandcamp.com. But I am all over Spotify, Amazon, Apple Music, all the places you stream and steal music, you can find me. And uh, I encourage people just to listen to my new album. I really love it. It's called All These Machines. And um, then I'm on Instagram, Vincent. That's the best way to talk to me.
1: And for me, uh, Colin Cutler Music on Instagram, Facebook, and also the .com. Uh, yeah, that's, that's where my website is, which has links to all the places you can listen. Um, I do like and try to steer people towards Bandcamp, uh, colincutler.bandcamp.com. But again, we love
2: Bandcamp. We love Bandcamp. Super, super
1: supportive over the pandemic. Uh, so basically, you upload your stuff for free, and then uh, people can stream it on there for free. If they want to download it, they can. Um, usually they select-
2: encourage you after two what I like is that I'll listen to a couple of my friends songs like maybe two or three times after that third time you listen to it they'll put up a little pop up and says hey it's time for you to buy this song. You've listened to it three times. Maybe yeah. you want to keep it. It's only ninety nine cents, and I just I love that because it's like not invasive. It's just a reminder. You can hit no, and when you hit no, uh, the heart that pops heart up breaks, breaks yeah. and, and shatters into little pieces, and so it's a little bit of guilt. And I like that Bandcamp is working that guilt a little bit. So yeah, yeah. we love Bandcamp. But,
1: but also, like for that ninety nine cents, they take maybe twenty cents, right? They so take very little. and yeah, the seventy seven cents goes straight to the artists. Um, Whereas on uh, most streaming platforms it's usually you have to pay a distributor to get it up there in the first place. Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. I've had maybe a thousand plays off Spotify, maybe made six cents in the last three years. Just say I've gotten actually, a very
2: small royalty check no, a couple yeah. times. It's and, it's fine, but it's it is they, what it is. But yeah, it's Yeah,
1: they as a company have actually fought against uh, there's an act going through Congress a couple of years ago. They actually actively fought against, you know, sort of increasing sort of the the amount for uh, for the artists, but yeah. songwriters mm-hmm. and musicians and all that too. So Push people towards Bandcamp, but it is up on Spotify. And as a a
2: fan of music, something some of my friends didn't realize recently, and I I like to talk about it, is that Bandcamp has a really easy to use app that's on your phone. And they have an app for your artistry side of it too. But if you're just a musician who maybe you like a few bands that are local that don't have anything streaming, like you can save your own collection. And I have a great, like, it has a great interface, a great library. So I have some people, some bands that I've listened to maybe 20 years ago that didn't put anything out on streaming because they were 20 years ago. So that you can still find very easily and keep all together in your library for things you've bought, things you've downloaded. So I encourage people to use that. Absolutely.
0: See, and that's the thing. What people, I'm sure that by now people know about Spotify. You don't get much at all. Mm -hmm. And to me, it's kind of turned into a payola stuff because people are paying to get on playlists. I'm like, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's illegal. That's been illegal for a long time, but they get around it because they have a weird loophole
2: with it. I'm not quite sure how they do it, but they definitely do.
0: I guess because it's digital. I I don't. I don't know. I guess because I mean, it's you don't have to pay them. So yeah, it's kind of strange.
2: Yeah, I have, I have lots of mixed feelings about about streaming and stuff. But the thing that about Spotify that I had to finally swallow and just realize is that you can't get booked anywhere. There's no promoter that will take you seriously unless you got a Spotify account. Yep. Yeah. Every single time they're like, "You got Spotify? You got Spotify?" Sometimes SoundCloud, but mostly Spotify. And See, it's a bummer. And I, so I think it's a racket. I think those promoters and those business people. Again, no shade, blaming them. Know better. <laughs> but it's it's a racket. So they they are like, well, you have to have Spotify. So it just all feeds into that. But and, yeah,
0: yeah. And here's a problem though, because if they're yeah. looking at Spotify, they're looking at numbers. Yep. Right. And a lot of people don't know how to use Spotify I'm going to raise my hand I'm, mm-hmm. I use it for everything that we do for the music Like I know how to bring the links mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and put it on there so, and share it I know how to do that But I don't know how to get like the numbers up higher Because I see people that get like 100,000, 200,000 streams I'm like, what are you doing different than I'm doing? You know.
2: It's a it's a combination of a little bit of pay to play, but also there are some services that are a little bit better for DIY artists that can get you can get on playlists and stuff like that. Like I pitch picture playlists constantly on Spotify. And so there's a few some cost money, some don't. Just kinda depends. I had some vouchers from another job that I did, so I got to use like Submit Hub for free and try them out. Know, that yeah. kind of thing. So I had some vouchers from like AG Entertainment to like do that. So I tried that out and that was pretty cool. And then um, I had, you know, a couple other couple other programs that helped that out too. Submit hub's not too bad. They're a little pricey, I thought, but um, but to really Spotify for artists is okay. But again, I'm not here to carry a torch for them. It's just, it's just an unfortunate thing that we all kind of have to deal with it, too. Right. It's just like a bummer that, that, that the way streaming has happened. That's why your best way to make money is uh, doing stuff like this and touring and selling your own CDs, Absolutely. putting them in enhanced CDs, vinyl, whatever you got.
0: Yep. The only good thing about Spotify, that is is you getting in an audience that you might not have gotten in sure. front of before. Absolutely. The thing I like
2: about Spotify is that I do listen to albums that I have already bought on Spotify, so mm-hmm. it makes me think like I'm giving them some extra, giving them those minuscule. Right. It's an album I have on vinyl, but I don't have it on CD, so I have, and I do pay for the, the monthly premium account, too, yeah. so like, like not everybody does that, which is fine too. People gotta do what they gotta do. But if you pay for that premium account and I'm streaming things that I've bought, I don't feel as bad about it. So yeah,
0: because that's what I do. I've got for the, the monthly yeah. one for, for a two. I had to because like with when I started doing a playlist and I started doing all the uh, the countdown stuff because mm-hmm. I made a playlist. I make for mm-hmm. everybody's guys songs. Mm-hmm. If you're in it, it's there's like a volume one. There's a volume two of all the artists yeah. that have ever been in the countdown. I'll mm-hmm. continue to add them to it, and then I do the updated weekly. Well, sometimes there's 14 songs in the countdown each week. Well, some people don't have Spotify. So if you're under, I think if you're under, I think if you're under 14 on Spotify and you're just doing the free service, then they start adding songs to it automatically. Okay. So it's like, I didn't put that in there.
2: I oh, that's it. confusing. Yeah, yeah, that's strange.
0: So, so I, I had. They're making it. it
2: hard for y'all, too, who are trying to do, you know, yeah, yeah. They're like, trying, to do you, a, trying to do promotion for other, other people. I'll just yeah. Write it off from
0: taxes. That's true,
2: yeah. <laughs> that's a <laughs> good. Lord bless some tax write offs. So, love it.
0: You've got to as a business. <laughs> I don't know
2: when they're going to come after me, but I've been writing off things for a while,
1: so <laughs> I hope that they're cool with that. <laughs> I don't think any IRS agents are listening to it. I don't I, think I hadn't had heard from any, so. I won't tell my cousin. (laughs) You hush. You
0: you got a cousin to Okay. Well, you're you're about to talk about math before.
1: I wouldn't be surprised. So I'm like, okay,
2: really? Yeah, Colin never ceases to surprise me or amaze me. So I wouldn't be surprised if Colin bust out with something like that anytime.
1: I I, I do have some crazy cousins. You got some stories. You got some cousins.
0: (laughs) Now, speaking of stories, I like to hear stories on the road. So you guys got to tell me like a funny story that's happened to you out on the road.
2: Let's see. We'll think, let's, you, you, if you I've got a good, a good one, one for a regular, I'll think if there's anything that happened this time.
1: <laughs> All right. So, probably one of my favorite one of my favorite road stories is I was up in uh, Oban, Scotland. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was, that's when I was living in England at the time. I was like, you know what? There's this islands revolved the West Coast. I want to go check out. But anyway, so I go to, to Oban, which is kind of a touristy town on the West Coast. It's like the big ferry hub, you know, for getting out to the island. So, I'm there on a Friday night, and I'm just looking for a quiet place to sit down with my journal and write a bit. And, of course, can't find one. Like most places, you can't even sit down in. Um, so I've got my banjo on my back, and I always carry my banjo in an electric guitar case when I'm traveling so that I can you know put my underwear and stuff in there, too. <laughs> and uh, so I, I am finally about to give up on this pub search, and I'm walking back to the hostel, and I look down this dark alleyway, and there's this big red T sign, right, for the tenants' pubs. I'm like, you know what? I'll go check that one out. And I walk in, and the place smells like piss and whiskey, and the guy had just had just put Bob Dylan on the jukebox. And I was like, my kind of place. All right, cool. I was like, it was maybe this gazebo three times was uh-huh. maybe the size of the place. It was tiny. So I'm sat there, you know, writing in my journal and then this little black lab pops its head up from underneath my table, I'm like, oh hey, right and this lady beside me, Northern Irish lady, says, Oh so sorry, so sorry. You know I didn't mean for him to bother you. I like, oh that's all right. And she says, Now is that a guitar there or is that a clever disguise for where you keep your underpants? And I said, Well I said it is a clever disguise because it's it's it is a guitar case, but it's carries a banjo, but it's also got the space for my underpants. And she <laughs> says, "Ah, oh, right he any good at it then I said, Well I play a little bit. She says, "Ah, well, go go and unzip that, whip that note, and show us what you got." Then, so <laughs> he go and uh, play the, play a bit on the banjo, and they loved it. You know, and, um, and we were having a good time, and they invited me back to play the next night with another guy, and paid me a bit, paid for the hostel, and uh, yeah, nice. got a bunch of free drinks. is is a good time. So, see
0: now, if I, I have a feeling, if I was in Scotland with my accent, it'd be back and forth. We'd be like, "What the hell are you saying?" <laughs> right,
2: <yeah. laughs> I bet it'd be awesome to hear y'all you talk with a Scottish. Br- I <laughs>
1: I think you all get lungs. Uh, Scots and right. Northern English are a lot of fun. I got to just drink. That's uh, a yeah. universal language. I knew yes. that. <laughs> Dr- my- Drinking and music.
2: <laughs> I, think my favorite, I think my favorite roadster, I was playing at the Nick in Birmingham, Alabama. I don't know if you guys have ever been there or played there, but it's kind of like a biker bar in the middle of uh, Bur- in Birmingham. I don't know how I got booked there because I was a solo acoustic artist <laughs> at the time. Mm-hmm. Quite a hippie chick at the time as well. So I roll up and I'm like, okay, they're either going to kill me or they're going to love me. And at first they didn't like me at all, and I got heckled. And I was getting heckled by this couple, couple of you know, mean-looking guys, just heckling me, telling me that you know they're like you know they're like you know just I, don't, I can't remember some of the nasty things they said. They got real nasty about it. So I just I'm never I'm very passive, and I'm usually very like but for whatever reason I just got saucy enough that I, I was you know still was I was drinking too, so I was still a drinker then. So I just got saucy enough, and I just gave it right back to them every time they said something. You know I finally just was like. I don't know. We just we traded insults to the point where I I got a little bit the best of them a little bit because you know I'm not gonna lie but they were they were not the smartest people in the audience so I got them a little bit and then by the end of the night I got them to buy my my CDs <laughs> like by the end of the night they were at the merch table like hey we're really sorry that was really crappy of us and like we we you know we were being really mean and I was just like well you can you can make it up to me by tipping me really large right now or buying everything on my merch table and he was like give me one of everything <laughs> so he bought out my merch nice. table it was great <laughs> this past week though we've had a fun we have more one of my most favorite favorite fun things is uh, we were at On Dog Green down in uh, Charleston, South Carolina with Eddie White. Shout out to Eddie White for taking such good care of us. And um, they have a little goat mascot. They have goats on the property because it's like, you know, it's it's kind of a working farm area where it used to be anyway. And um, this little tiny baby goat just just trots right up on stage while we're singing and playing. My guitarist's pedal board is right there, and the little goat just started munching on the pedal board (laughs) trying to see if it was food, and he was very displeased when he realized it wasn't food. But it was probably the cutest dang thing that's ever happened in my life while I was on stage.
1: If if you all want to see a picture of that goat, you can go to Lord J. Vincent's. Instagram or Colin Cutler Music. Go to Instagram, our Instagrams because Colin
2: has the most precious. It needs to be your Christmas card, Colin. It's like the <laughs> sweetest picture of him and this baby goat like hanging out. Yeah, so that was pretty cute getting to hang out with people and, and some animals. So yeah. we've actually hung out with some wonderful animals on this tour. I have we, a little, have, yeah. I have a collage of pictures I'm going to put up later of all the animals of people we've stayed with. Sh- so. Shout out to Ruby. Yeah, we, we hung out with Ruby this morning. She really <laughs> wanted my bagel, but she knew I was the weakest link at the table. <laughs> She was like, she's going to give me a bagel.
0: I played at a bar, and a fight broke out, but it was between dogs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs>
2: so, you so, never so, know what's going to happen, man. You so, never know. Why the happen. Happen. I,
0: was, I was like, oh, whatever. Welcome to Georgia. You're <laughs> like, one, <laughs> two, three, guys. Let's just do this. <laughs> well, let's just play one more song. Do you guys yeah. want to do it live? I can go Facebook Live if you want. Shout I saw my them. dog, Buddy, and then I got my I black did. lab, Bella. Buddy. My little girl's about to get a puppy uh, husky.
2: Oh, you know the huskies are my, like, number one dog breed that I want so badly. They are so dramatic. I want one so bad.
0: <laughs> we had one. Uh, it was half German Shepherd, half husky. Awesome. And it would talk. It wouldn't bark.
2: They speak. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They're so dramatic, and they wail, and they cry, and they throw tantrums. I'm just like, this is my dog. This is the <laughs> dog I want. This is the diva dog I want this dog. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. You want to be your tech here? All right.
0: We're talking, and he's like, I need to plug in, Jesse. Come ah, on, pay attention. Jesse,
2: Jesse, wake up. Where's the sound guy here? <laughs> he's running the show.
0: <laughs> then y'all are in hell of a lot of trouble. <laughs> <laughs>
2: There was a, a venue owner who, who was like apologetic to me about like there were some sound issues we had at one place. I won't name names because it's not fair. But we had some sound issues, and I just was like, it would have been a whole lot worse if I'd been in charge. So I'm grateful for any help we had.
0: I think I know which one it was because Emily was up here. She told me a story. Uh,
2: <laughs> mm, that was, that's a fun story. That's, that's a, that was, that was the, the last time I had a panic attack in public was that night. <laughs> <laughs> I know not had that much trouble with the sound guy in a long time. Shout out to Emily Stewart. We love her to death, Yeah, too. she's
0: awesome. So if you guys want to know the story, you got to go listen to the episode with Emily.
2: Go, go check right. out that episode with Emily Stewart. You will, you will love that story.
1: Had hey, to pick it up to the microphone. Yeah, it's, it's pretty loud. Yeah, that's a good thing about banjos. It's <laughs> like right. Dobros bros and banjos. You don't need to really mic them. No, no, not a bit. This is true. You know, my favorite joke about banjos, though, is those, uh, we spend a half our lives tuning up and the other half playing out of tune.
2: Boy, that's, but, uh, I feel like that's a me and guitar, though.
1: Yeah, <laughs> 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 Electric guitars, especially. So, uh, yeah, so this year's a song. Um, it's going to be on the new album, Hot Pepper Jam. That's coming out uh, July 24th, um, and uh, Laura Jane Vincent is going to be opening up for me at the Carolina Theater, which is going to be a whole heck of a lot of fun. Okay. Cannot and, wait uh, for this
2: show. It's going to be lovely. Do yeah.
1: you guys want to do this live, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Sure, yeah. So... Uh, Here's my good friend, Laura Jane Vincent, and I'm Colin Cutler. We're uh, from Greensboro, North Carolina, and just played a couple of shows in Charleston, then up here in Atlanta, and thanks a lot, Jesse, for having us up here to the Georgia Songbirds podcast. So uh, this year's a
2: Tell us about this song, Colin.
1: All right, well, this song here, it's a, it's a traditional tune. It's gonna be on the new album coming out, uh, Hot Pepper Jam. It'll be out July 24th, and it's an old mountain tune I learned uh, up in Virginia. And so there, there's this whole sort of tradition of murder ballads and stuff, especially in North Carolina, where usually the plot goes something along the lines of, you know, a guy gets a girl pregnant, doesn't want to deal with it. Chucks her in a river, um, which I thought was a little bit shameful. But I ran across this one. It's a little bit of a shift on that uh, on that theme. Do you know
2: what, what the only rule for a murder ballad is, right? What's that? Nobody gets out alive. That's right. Nobody gets <laughs> out
1: of this world alive anyhow. So uh, and I was once tr- uh, trying to play this at a jam up in Statesville right after they sang Banks of the Ohio. And they said, is this one of them feminist songs? And I said, well, if it makes me a feminist to give a girl an equal chance at doing the killing, I'm all right with that. So <laughs> this here's Cruel Willie. <laughs> There was a man up in the mountains who was courting all the women And they said that Willie Duncan was his name He loved drinking and dancing Innocent and no oh, cruel Willie, what a shame and Katie Lou was a lady in the valley Whose hair was often likened to the sun And her eyes are blue as the heavens up above She was just about as pretty as they come Oh Willie, ain't you sad Making all those women feel bad Oh Willie, ain't you shame. Causing all the wind and all the pain And he went riding in his buggy One fun morning and along the way he saw Katie Lou And he was overtaken by a special kind of beauty He was hardly hurt to whisper how he do she said, sir, I don't believe you know me, but you knew my little sister very well. And she was such a sweet and a special kind of woman till you took her heart and broke it all to hell. Oh, Willie, ain't you sad, making all those women feel bad. Oh, Willie, ain't you shamed, causing all the women all the pain. I don't believe you know me because I've never hurt a woman in my life. And he reached out of the buggy just to kiss her on the lips. And she stuck him in the belly with a knife. Oh, Willie, each sad, making all the women feel bad. Oh, Willie, ain't you shamed, causing all the women all the pain. And there's a wind that blows ever gentle through the valley where they laid Willie Duncan in the ground. And up on his tombstone, this is what it reads. One too many women got him down. Oh, with each side, making all those women so mad. Oh, with each shame causing all the women all the pain. Oh, with each side, making all those women so mad. Oh, with each Or causing all the women all the pain. Uh, I'm Colin Keltner. You can find me at Colin Keltner Music on Instagram, Facebook, and the dot .com.
2: I'm Laura Jane Vincent, and you can find me at um, bandcamp.com and on Instagram at Laura J Vincent.
1: Have a lot of fun with that phrase in Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> even
2: i'm such a like f- i have such like frat boy humor i always joke about like because like seriously so many innuendos and i play with mostly like male musicians so i don't know why i set them up like this but same kind of thing like one of my, my guitars used every one time to like adjust something i was just, like did you seriously just touch my knobs on stage and i was just like i couldn't even crap like... that was recorded <laughs> yep. so here, that, like, one,
0: right? that one was recorded that one's staying <laughs>
2: yeah. leave it in
0: so before i let you guys go mm-hmm. if you listen to the podcast you know what i'm about to ask you there's always one question mm-hmm. uh hidden talents and we've talked for about an hour and a half or so, so we know a lot about you guys. Hidden
1: talents. Oof. Which ones do I want to show the world? Listen, it
2: sounds like I have so many talents. <laughs> no, no,
1: no. Kidding, that's, kidding. That's, that's, that's okay. that's, that's which thing. one do you want to reveal? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which, which one do I actually want to... Uh, spoons. I, <laughs> I do play the spoons, and I play all right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know no I don't have any spoons here like, do I have any spoons
1: you know what I'm going to start being more prepared (laughs) there you go I should
2: have a rhythm box
1: (laughs) I I, I do like to cook and can quite a bit and I do make hot pepper jam
2: I was going to say Colin's garden I think is a feat yeah
1: speaking of the jams say you brought you gave me some of this jelly stuff too Yes, sir. That's uh, that's a peach one that I made. Uh, It's it's peach and habanero that I made a couple nights ago.
2: You put that on some cream cheese and a cracker?
1: Mm. I won't give it to the kids and not tell them what it is. Don't tell them (laughs) Good shout. Good shout. Yeah, here, here, kids. Here's your peanut butter and jelly for the day. (laughs) I'm going to get my wife, too. Hey, here you go, honey. i got to live with her, so I know what's going to happen later. (laughs) It also goes pretty good on pork and chicken, and I really want to try that one on goat cheese. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See, I put peanut butter on everything, there, and it it, works. Would be, it would be great I mean, on peanut can't butter, butter too. You can go wrong with that. Actually,
0: <laughs> no. I put it on roast. Yep, it's delicious.
3: Why? I that bit yes. good.
0: Ooh. I have spam. It's really good, but not cooked spam. It's got to be the raw spam. It's okay. got to be yeah. After being out of the can, you know, for day I love right
2: spam. On. I had a I lived with a, I lived with a roommate for a long time. He was Hawaiian uh, native, and so he made spam in the most amazing ways, and it was delicious.
0: Probably like a pineapple stuff too. It was too, cooked. Right? Yeah, yeah, it was just yeah. cooked
2: so well in different. Yeah. Way. We had he's like wide varieties of <laughs> recipes for spam. So I guess hidden talents. Uh, I also like to, like to dabble in cooking. I, I, I pride myself on, 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 on cooking for large groups, <laughs> that sort of thing, because um, I, I worked in a kitchen for a long, long time. That's where I met my husband. Um, honestly, uh, I've bragged about this before, and I feel bad bragging about it in front of Colin without showing off to it first, but I'm the most excellent parallel parker in the world. Like, I will not park, a regular, <laughs> park in regular ways. Problems, issues, over the line. Parallel parking, in the rain, 16-passenger van, tiny car, doesn't matter.
0: See, it. now I'm going to record a video. I got two dogwood trees Let's right do out it. there.
2: Let's do this. Throw it down. Get the cones out. No, I'm just kidding. That's one thing that has always impressed either musicians or anybody I've been in the car. They're just like, did you seriously just do that? I'm like, yes, I did that. It's fine. So that's why I got
0: a truck. I don't have to parallel. I just went over the curb. See, you can just go over <laughs> everybody. That's
2: the better That's the better part, too. It's just if you're just a bigger car, it doesn't
4: matter.
0: We did that in Colorado with a Jeep because we got, they had like a fire. It, was, it shut down the whole interstate. Mm-hmm. So we got off because my wife had to go to the restroom. So we pulled off and was like, "Okay, now we got to get in." Well, when we did that, everybody else got off; they got stuck. So we had to run over curbs and stuff and to get out. And look, we rented a jeep and it's convenient like that. Go. Yep. There you
2: go. Four-wheel <laughs> drive life is worth it.
0: I've had a good time, guys. Same, Jesse. Thanks this so much so for having us. So this is so wonderful.
2: Town. Thank you. This has been the greatest morning. Thank you so much. Yeah, no I want to thank
0: you guys for coming. I mean, like I said, this is what I tell everybody. I'd rather do these like this. I mean, I do Zoom because people are far away. Yeah. I get that, but this, I prefer this method. Right here, yeah, sitting in a gazebo or the studio that I'm building. When it gets built, I'll oh, that's do exciting it for the winter time. Yeah, when it's really cold or it gets really hot, I'll put it in there. But this will always be the go-to place. To this is more
2: record. casual. Like I said, it just feels like we're talking. I forgot we were even recording, so this is right. great. <laughs> Me too,
0: because I will have to go back edit some of this stuff. Later. Now it's we're like, gonna have to
2: ed- make like you edit more, now. Yeah, it's like oh, we're chatty people too. So you didn't even know you're getting two chatty people.
0: Like. I like that. I, I, I like that. I mean, because sometimes you get people get nervous and they don't want to talk, and so yeah, I ask questions. Yeah, and try to lead in. Everybody's like, well, what's, what questions are you gonna ask? I'm like, I have no idea. I said if I asked everybody, I asked the general questions for yeah. everybody, but then we'll start talking,
2: and i will like, oh, okay, well, let's talk. Let's go into that. Everybody's different I like some people I, like, I can imagine wanting to be a little bit prepared But I kind of like the casualness of not knowing Like even driving up here today I was like I don't even know if I have watched a couple episodes But I don't even know if I know the structure of this Let's just see what happens Tato structure Same thing. That's what I know Even saying structure for, some, for casual Even for pocket anything It's like It doesn't mean it's not serious But yeah even saying structure on something That's this lovely and organic like this is silly But yeah
1: As, 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 as an English teacher I, I like to say that Structures are there But you can break them too Awesome, and it's Colin. good to break them sometimes. So. You're awesome. <laughs> if it's especially as structure's
0: right. easy to break, I've been breaking it for
1: forty three years. Let's keep exactly. on let's keep on
2: doing that. Let's let's not let's not let's break it up.
1: Right. But thank you guys really for coming up here. It's Thanks been an absolute so pleasure. Thank you so much, Jesse.
0: All right everybody. That was Colin Cutler and Laura Jane Vincent. This is the George Somberts. Songbirds.
4: Amen. Um.